With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Jay Rich, and this is another episode of the Dynasty Trade Show. As always, make sure to drop us a like and subscribe for all future content on the channel. If you love the trade show, make sure you comment your trades down below, and maybe we can get to those, because if you are not a Patreon member, you will not get your trades featured on the show, so make sure you go to patreon.com forward slash all guests to get your trades featured on the show. We record this show every Monday after wake up, so make sure you drop your trades in there after the show so we can get to them and if you are not a patreon member go over there and sign up for the all conference tier or higher and you will get access to the dynasty trade show channel to drop your trades in so we can analyze them on the show without further ado let's get into the trades that have been posted this week in our discord starting off with a pretty interesting one let me just scroll to the bottom real quick where ty declare dropped a trade that i actually am curious people think of this one because i actually think it's a pretty good trade it's coming off of, you know, Calvin Ridley coming back. How do we feel about him? And Christian Kirk coming off a pretty phenomenal season based off what we expected from him this coming year. So it's a 12-team Superflex lineup. Start 10, half PPR, half tight end premium. So again, not a massive premium for receivers. Volume helps, but again, in a half PPR, not a ton of value towards the receivers, especially ones that won't be scoring a ton of touchdowns. Now, Christian Kirk is not necessarily one of those guys, but with Calvin Ridley coming in, we don't expect a massive target or touchdown ceiling for Christian Kirk, but again, we may be surprised. Not that many people expected that from him last year, and he really showed them that he was deserving and earning those targets from Trevor Lawrence. So he traded away his 107 for Christian Kirk and a 24 second. So the reason why I really like this trade is he got the second back. If you're trading the 107 straight up for Christian Kirk, probably wouldn't do that trade because you will still get a pretty talented player, probably a Jordan Addison, maybe a JSN, a Quinn Johnson if you prefer Quinn Johnson, a Zay Flowers if you prefer Zay Flowers. Chances are one of those three first round receivers will be there for you. And so basically what he did, he traded away that 107, took the more sure production in Christian Kirk and got a 24 second as a kickback. And while that 24 second doesn't seem like a ton of value, it's definitely more than people are projecting right now. And the bigger piece here is that it's a trade chip now. So he has the production pretty much locked in. I'd say Christian Kirk should be good for 115 to 120 targets this year from Trevor Lawrence in what should be a pretty good offense from the Jaguars. Even with Calvin Ridley there, I still think Christian Kirk's role will be pretty solidified in the slot, and it may even free up things for Kirk with Ridley going down the field and providing some of that deeper coverage and taking the coverage away from him in the short and intermediate areas. So trading away the 107 and getting 
they 24 second as well i think it's a great trade for ty whether you're a contender or not i think getting that guaranteed production that we view kirk as this year beyond that we don't really know because his contract is really just two years guaranteed but i do believe they're going to keep him and i believe that based off trevor lawrence's contract situation where they don't have to extend him for a few more years kirk may stay on the roster and while he may have a reduced salary number i still think he will produce at a fairly high level for the jacksonville jaguars so really like this trade for ty think he made a great move there air horn for you my friend next we have a couple trades here from stales 12 teams, super flex, PPR, start 11, strong contender, and still have two 24 firsts. So one trade, he got Cooper Cup, and he traded away John Mechie in a 24 first. So again, not a ton that you're giving away. It depends on where that first ultimately lands, but getting a first for Cooper Cup, not bad if you don't need him. And trading and trading for him, only that first, I kind of like it as well. I'd be curious how people feel about John Mechie. Again, no real expectations for Mechie, but maybe he could be the wide receiver one in Houston. Um, we'll see what ultimately happens there, but I think that Mechie is an interesting piece to acquire, especially on the cheap like this. If you're rebuilding, if you're trying to just get some pieces on your roster, I don't think Mechie is a bad player to have because Houston still drafted him in the second round, and I still believe there's talent there, and he could be a great safety valve for CJ Stroud early on if he's healthy and ready to play, which... We'll see. He should be, but again, no guarantees with a guy like John Mechie. But Cooper Cup, obviously, stud. All his numbers last year were phenomenal when healthy. No reason to believe he can't keep it up. The question is, does he remain on the Rams with Matthew Stafford? Now, I believe he will thrive wherever he goes, but I probably believe that the Rams is still the best spot for him. So wherever he ends up, I still believe that the Rams is the best spot, but overall, you're still getting a very talented receiver and only trading away a first in John Mechie is great. Getting a 24th third is a little kickback is nice. Um, would you prefer the 24 third or John Mechie? Kind of a toss up. I'd be curious if people th think about that. I think it could go either way, cashing out on Mechie for a third or, you know, taking the shot that maybe he becomes something with that third round pick. I think both are fine. And Scott Connor talks about this all the time, getting those 24 thirds as trade chips for future down the line, right? You need a running back, go trade a 24 third and get that running back. You can do that pretty easily. Um, even if it's just a spot start, definitely still worth it to have those extra guys for sure. And then the second trade here is a half PPR start nine in a rebuild. 103 ended up being Bryce. Ramondre Stevenson, the 304 and the 107 were traded away to get the 103. So he was acquiring uh, the 103 to get Bryce Young. Trade away Ramondre Stevenson and the 107. Yeah. Ah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. And part of that is just the ceiling of Bryce Young. Um, I get one of the cash out on Ramondre, but trading away Ramondre and the 107, um, it is a start nine. So you need studs. Like you need really, really good players. You know, it's the 107 and a half EBR isn't great. When with how shallow it is, the 107 is probably not very valuable just because, I mean, what are you really getting? Like Addison, QJ, if he hits, could be fine there. In a start nine, I might actually take QJ at the 107 in a deeper league. I'd probably rather go for Addison. I think he's got a safer floor. And then Ramondre, you know, we like him for this year. Beyond that, though, no real expectations. I'd be curious how this plays out for you over the long term. Obviously, you need that quarterback, but I don't know if uh, Bryce Young is going to be the answer for you in a start nine. But I could be wrong. We'll see. I'm happy to see how that plays out for you. But I like the Cooper Cup trade a little bit more than the other one. Let's get scrolling up here. Scott Free, who was in the wake-up chat today. So appreciate you, Scott, for dropping a super chat on my show. 
Oh, damn. This is the trade that he put on the show, so we can skip over this one. Michael Pittman, 24 first for DeAndre Swift, Javante Williams, and a 24 second. We talked about this on the Wake Up Show. Um, easily Michael Pittman and the 24 first. He said that the first is projected early to mid. I think it's a great trade. I think it's a great spot. Trading away Swift and Williams, who have so much uncertainty. Uh, you know, Williams could be great in that Sean Payton offense, and obviously Swift and Philly could be great as well. But I think a lot of question marks about role, still about availability for both these guys. Like, we all love Swift, but... I mean, what do we really expect? And then he's saying his second that he also sent is projected late. I would happily take Pittman and the first here. I think it's a great trade for you, Scott. Benny F17, he traded away. Look at him hiding names. How do I? Why do I even put this on the screen? Travis Etienne and a 24 second for CD Lamb. Give me CD Lamb all day, every day. Uh, it's pretty easy for me. You're swapping out a running back for a receiver. Receiver, much more longevity, way more value, maybe way more value insulation. CD Lamb, I believe, is wide receiver three right now on KTC, and Travis Etienne is somewhere around the RB6, RB7 range. Still a great player, still has a ton of upside, but with Tank Bigsby being there, how does that impact his role? We don't really know, but we know they like to use a lot of running backs. We know that Balky drafts running backs every year, so we can't be surprised they drafted a running back. But still, we definitely prefer CD Lamb and that little pick upgrade or tr trading away a little bit of extra draft capital to upgrade to CD Lamb. Definitely worth it, in my opinion. Great trade for you, Benny. Okay, so what do we have here? We have Scoop Sizzle trading. Who's he? Tra Scoop Sizzle. Wow, trading away Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Scoop Sizzle trading away Jonathan Taylor. He got the 106, a 24 first, and the 210. So again, out of that QB, Jameer Gibbs range, which kind of sucks, but you're still getting JSN, you're still getting a 24 first and a 24, and a, sorry, a 23, 210. So 210, not super valuable. Superflex, 12 team start, 11, 12 team lead. Picks ended up Gibbs and Downs. Wow. You don't see that very often. So 106, he got Gibbs, which is huge because Gibbs is like RB5 on KTC, like what? what but i mean if you get him that's great in that rookie drive getting gibbs at 106 is phenomenal trading away jt sucks but we could see some regression for jt because with a rich being there there's always the chance he rushes for touchdowns and takes touchdowns away from jonathan taylor that could be a bit of a problem but the 24 first he's saying borderline playoff team if you got gibbs in this trade you're winning massively so definitely like that one quite a bit we have a couple trades here bubba J. He is, I don't know which side you are, so that's a little bit confusing, but we have Kirk Cousins and Aaron Jones being acquired for three 24 seconds and a 24 third. I mean, if you're a contender, three seconds and a third, that's, I mean, that's fine with me. I mean, Kirk Cousins, uh, I just traded away, I think I traded away a 109 for Kirk Cousins in a league where I had Justin Jefferson the receiver wouldn't really help me. Kirk Cousins definitely does. Having the sack with Jefferson is very valuable for me there. But three seconds and 24. Um, and you're getting Aaron Jones on top of that. While Aaron Jones, pretty much zero job security beyond this season. Still believe he will have a good ceiling this year and a talented running back overall. So him and Kirk Cousins for the three seconds and a third. Definitely like that one a lot. And then I'm assuming he also acquired Derrick Henry here. Tra trade away. Dawson Knox. And DeAndre Swift and got back Derrick Henry and two-thirds. So, I mean, I, I got to like that trade. You literally traded away a worse running back and a tight end who will probably be losing targets this year to Dalton Kincaid. At least that's what the fantasy community thinks. Tight end six. Dalton Kincaid. 
Sign people up for that price, apparently. Give me Derrick Henry. Very good trade here. And the thirds you can always use as well to get some more players on your roster. What is this? Calvin Ridley was acquired for the 108. So you are trading away your 108. So like we mentioned, a receiver more likely than not to get Calvin Ridley, the 29-year-old receiver, coming off a gambling suspension, playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars with a pretty good quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. I kind of like this trade. Um, I talked about how I moved to 109 for a quarterback in Kirk Cousins. Calvin Ridley is a bit of a different conversation. Uh, we saw Ty move it for Christian Kirk. Now we're seeing the 108 being moved for Calvin Ridley. I don't hate it. I think it's a pretty good, savvy move. If you need points, if you're trying to win, these are the kind of moves that can separate you on your rosters. Now let's see what else we got here. All right, so let's make sense of this one. This is uh, this is interesting. Half PPR, eight team, a start 11, not my trade, was playing hardball with Saquon owner, and this happened. Rashad White, a 24 first and a 25 third, was traded away to get Saquon Barkley and Tony Pollard. My goodness. You literally got two top 12 running backs for basically nothing. Like Rashad White, could he start this year? Sure. But to get a 24 first, or trade away 24 first, and get two top 12 running backs is absolutely insane. I get it's an A-team league, but in a half PPR where running backs are king, that's a fucking steal. You, you, you just robbed him. Like, what? what? Like, oh my goodness, that's just insane. Insane. Wow, okay. How, wow, how do y'all feel about this one? Saquon Barkley and the 109 were acquired for the 101. Now, it wasn't accepted. So, maybe I shouldn't talk about this one. But honestly, like, I like B. John Robinson. And the answer is B. John Robinson. But if that's the move you wanted to make, I don't necessarily hate it. Like, I get that people don't view Saquon Barkley as his long-term asset. But he's probably going to be on a team for some figure of dollars. We don't know what that number is going to be because... He doesn't have a long-term contract. He may be franchise tag multiple times, but he's a very talented running back. He showed that he could handle the work last season for the Giants. I think he will do it again this year. Obviously, he's had some injury concerns, but if you really wanted to pivot off Bijan Robinson to Saquon Barkley in the 109, I couldn't blame you for it. I don't love the 109 because it's probably Zay Flowers, and that's when it gets a little gross. You're trading away Saquon Barkley. You're trading for Saquon Barkley and Zay Flowers. And you're trading away B. John Robinson, who's literally like the ninth overall player on KTC right now. The answer is B. John Robinson, but it's interesting to see a trade like that that potentially could go down. Because I could see people doing something like that just because it's a teardown. I don't think Barkley will be that bad relative to Bijan and could easily outscore him this season with the volume he should receive. Let's see this one. So Nick Chubb was received for Sam Howell and they 211. So obviously someone here is banking on Sam Howell being the starting quarterback. So at which point he would have some value. 12 teams, super flex, half PPR, start 10. So yes, it is a super flex. You are starting 10. So QB is still very valuable there. But how often do you want to start Sam Howe? Probably not very often. I would probably rather have Nick Chubb here. Very much believe in what we're going to see from the Browns this year. I believe we'll see a much better Watson. I believe we'll see a team that will score way more points and with that, Nick Chubb can be the focal point of the offense. No Kareem Hunt. No one really in the way in that regard. I think we could see some very big things from Nick Chubb and the Browns in 23. So for me, give me the Nick Chubb side there. Really, really like that. All right, y'all. This one, 
is very interesting. And I'm really curious what side people would sit on with this one. Doesn't say accepted, but it's more of the philosophy of this trade. If you have Devon Anchain, would you trade him away for Joe Mixon? Probably not. But if you have Joe Mixon, would you trade him away for A-Chain? Maybe you would. The issue is you have a player like Mixon who probably, it's looking more and more likely, will be on the Bengals this year. We love Mixon on the Bengals. If he's the Belkai running back, that is a valuable role and a player that you want. Devon A-Chain playing for the Dolphins, probably limited touches. The usage, we'll see how much he ultimately gets, but could be very, very good for the Dolphins in a great offense, and we like that as well. And of course, you're getting the discount in age with A-Chain picking him up and getting Mixon off your roster, who you probably want to get off your roster anyways. Very difficult to trade away Mixon right now because the market is so depressed, but he is rising in value. So if you did want to trade for him, trading away a Devon A-Chain if you're a contender, I don't really hate it because the range of outcomes for Devon A-Chain could be pretty wide, but I think the floor also could be very low. And that's where drafting him and having him on your rosters is tough. You can't expect a ton, but if Mixon's in Cincinnati, you should expect some pretty good things from Mixon because he has been good in Cincinnati over the course of his career. So I don't hate this swap on both sides, regardless of the side that you're on. And I think it's a very interesting philosophy, whether that that guy was Zach Charbonnet or a running back kind of beyond that Jameer Gibbs tier. Would you want to make that swap to get A-Chain over the upside he could have? Or would you rather hold on to the security and the the what you expect from Joe Mixon on Cincinnati or potentially even another team because I don't believe that Joe Mixon is washed. He was bad last year, but I don't think he's quite washed yet. Same thing can be said for Zeke, Leonard Fournette. All these guys will probably be in the NFL this year at some point. It's really just a matter of when. And I think that Joe Mixon is another one of those guys that's even a little bit younger that probably has some more longevity than we're giving him credit for in the NFL. So if you're swapping a running back like A-Chain, who is in a good situation, probably the best situation as far as we are concerned for A-Chain. But if you're getting, if you're swapping him for the production of Mixon and what he could be in Cincinnati again this season, I really don't hate that swap overall. Let's see what else we have over here. So we have a 10-team 1QB start 7. Oh boy, talk about a shallow league. Jerry Judy, Traylon Burks, 23rd, yeah, and two-thirds for Tony Pollard, Deontay Johnson. I mean, in a start seven, you, 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 you got, so Paul, you got the right side of the deal. You got Deontay Johnson, Tony Pollard. I like Judy. I like Burks, but in a start seven, like those guys are never playing. Even Deontay Johnson would be hard to start in a start seven. Uh, but Tony Pollard, you, you want to start every week. I think you're doing just fine in that trade. Don't hate it at all. Um, Pollard is the main, the main piece here. You're going to want Pollard. You're going to want to start him. I do like that one for you. Three-team deal. Oh my God, I'm I'm not analyzing a three-team trade. No, thank you. Don't don't have the mental capacity for that right now. We have another Jonathan Taylor trade. Jonathan Taylor and a 24 second were traded away, and the person acquired Keenan Allen, Jerry Judy, and the 207. Huh. Trading away a running back, not getting a running back back. Don't love that. Trading for an aging Keenan Allen and a a guy I am a fan of in Jerry Judy. But I think I prefer the JT and the 24 second side. The 207 is fine. You know, I think I prefer the 24 second over the 207 right now, but it's close. You'll get a decent player there. But you get Jonathan Taylor. So if you got Jonathan Taylor, you're in great spot. Gentry did get Jonathan Taylor. 10 teams, start eight, PPR, one QB. Give me Jonathan Taylor. Um, very, very modest price for him. And especially we're talking about Keenan Allen. 
Keenan Allen's a guy that's hard to trade for. Like, trade away Keenan Allen right now, you're not getting much. Judy, you might get a little something-something because people believe in Judy, but you're not getting much for that. What? What? Am I seeing this? Which side you get? Go Ravens. I don't know what side you got. Wow. The 102 was traded away for T. Higgins and a 24 first round pick. Wow. That is a massive trade. Now, I'm assuming you're making this trade for Anthony Richardson. At what point, based off startup ADP, it's probably an okay trade. But man, oh man. 102 for T Higgins and a 24 first. That's a steep price. If you offered me that for my Anthony Richardson, I'd probably ship him off. I probably would. I'd probably just say, you know what? Give me T Higgins and the 24 first. I'll go buy a whatever quarterback with the 24 first. And I got T Higgins. So I'll be just fine. I'll be just fine. I think both sides are very interesting here. I think you're doing this, assuming that a rich can be a QB one and really, really thrive in that new Colt system with the weapons around him. But man, you're offering me T. Higgins at 24 first? See ya. I'm probably sending him away, but I think it's very interesting how people feel about that. Um, wow, straight up eight and uh, straight up AJ Brown for Jonathan Taylor. Give me AJ Brown. I love AJ Brown, love Jonathan Taylor, but give me the positional value and the insulation AJ Brown has over Jonathan Taylor. Next year, people will be talking about how JT is dead because he's old. All right, Jimbo, look at this trade he made here. Let's go back and look at settings. I forgot to look at settings. 12-team Superflex, no tight end premium. He traded away Ryan Tannehill, Christian Kirk, Gabe Davis, and the 209 to get Travis Kelsey. Bold. Bold move. Christian Kirk, Gabe Davis, Ryan Tannehill, all guys that you could start. Doesn't feel great to start them, but you are getting the best tight end in football. The biggest difference maker in fantasy football, that is Travis Kelsey. Gotta lean the Travis Kelsey side here. You are giving up some decent pieces. Tannehill, obviously not great, but will start. And a super flex still has value. Christian Kirk still will have value on Jacksonville. And Gabe Davis, a player that I talked about today on the Monday show, could be a bit underrated right now. Not because I love Gabe Davis, but he's like wide receiver 50 right now. And I believe he was like wide receiver 36 on the year last year. I get people are a little down on Davis, but Josh Allen was hurt last year, so I don't hate buying Gabe Davis in terms of that philosophy, but I will give Jimbo the dub here. Getting Travis Kelsey is phenomenal. Great trade by you, my man. Look at this trade. Wow. Okay. This is a... Oh, boy. What are people doing? So we have, get your popcorn ready, 14 team, super flex, best ball. Okay. Best ball changes things maybe a little bit. So you are acquiring Traylon Burks and the 102, and that is traded for the 104 and 103. So you're trading for the rights to A. Rich. You are getting Traylon Burks. And then with the 103, 104, you could easily draft CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. And that's probably the side I would take in this case. It's a 14-team league. You can't afford to not have quarterbacks in a 14-team league. Every quarterback is owned. Mike White is owned in 14-team leagues. Like, backup quarterbacks are owned in 14-team leagues because that's how difficult it is to win. And in a best ball, I like having a CJ Stroud and a Bryce Young, not because I love their ceilings in lineup leagues, but because I think they will play in big games. I think they will be in a couple of shootouts and will give you startable weeks. 
We love a rich, but I think in lineup leagues, that 102 is so much more valuable because you have the rushing floor of Anthony Richardson. You don't need to care about when to start him. He has a great floor. I'm sure he will have some big games, but I expect the same of Stroud and Young. The difference is their floor is probably going to be lower and starting them week in and week out is difficult. But in a best ball, I actually like that quite a bit. I like having CJ Stroud and Bryce Young as startable options in a best ball over Traylon Burks and Anthony Richardson. Yes, floor is important in best ball, but I think you will find a similar floor ceiling mix from Traylon Burks and Anthony Richardson that you will find from CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. And obviously with CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, boom, they will be up there with a rich, you know, potentially because a rich can still run for like 80 yards in a game, but they have great passing ceilings and can play in shootouts. We've seen it in college from both those guys. So I do believe that will translate at the NFL level. If you got the 104, 103 side, I think you are in great shape. Get your popcorn ready because I do like that side more than the other one. So this is an interesting trade because Jamison Williams, of course, suspended. You're getting the 102 and 302, and you're trading away Brandon Ayuk, Amara St. Brown, and the 308. Now, I've been a little critical of Amara St. Brown because his ranking is so damn high, and I don't necessarily believe he can live up to that ranking, but he did last year. So credit to him. He did that. Fully proved me wrong. Jamison Williams is not going to be available for the first six games. You are getting the 102, which obviously would be a quarterback. Super deep at wide receiver, 12-team super flex, tight end premium, start nine. And start nine, so not very deep overall. You kind of want Amon Ra. He has Chase. I'm assuming that's Garrett Wilson, Devonta Smith, and JSN. But outside of ETN, have nothing next to nothing at running back. The 102 is Bijan. Hmm. If the 102 is Bijan, that makes it more interesting because for your roster construction, that would be great. Trading away Amon Ra St. Brown, Brandon Ayuk getting Jamison Williams for whatever the hell he could be, and Bijan Robinson would be great. So from that perspective, I do kind of like it. So assuming you got Bijan because he's saying the 102 is Bijan, then I think it makes a lot more sense because you're just trading away some wide receiver depth and improving your running back depth. Now, I don't always love to make moves like this. I love to have the wide receiver depth. I think they're way more consistent, and I can kind of plug and play at running back. But you're getting a stud running back, literally RB1, ninth overall in KTC ADP. And Jamison Williams, for whatever reason, is a player that people just continue to draft, have him really high, even though he did nothing last year. And yes, he was hurt coming into the season, but we still expected to see a little bit. And now with the suspension, what can we really expect from him on the season? I don't really know what to expect, and that's part of the problem, but if you get anything from him, you'll probably be pretty happy. Now, we have Lindsey Matt coming in with a trade, not her trade, okay, but yeah, I mean, 25 first was acquired for Odell Beckham, Trey Lance, and a 23-305. Honestly, I'd rather have the shot on Trey Lance. If, if it only takes a 25 first to see what Trey Lance could be, and you get OBJ, I mean, I'd be curious what people think about this because you do have two years to get that pick back. So it's not like it's a big deal to trade it away. I would trade it away at 25 first for just about anything. Like the shot of what Trey Lance could be, I think it's probably worth a 25 first. I'd be surprised if people disagree, but let me know what you think. Would you trade your 25 first away for Trey Lance? Because I don't think it's a bad move because if he gets moved, maybe he gets benched. That's not great, but it'd be an interesting trade. Gentry, 10 teams, start 10, PPR, 1QB, took over an orphan last week and wanted to try and make a small splash when I joined the league. 
So we have Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin, and Kenneth Walker being acquired for Chris Godwin and Miles Sanders. I really like this trade a lot because I think that Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin, Kenneth Walker is the better side. I think between Ridley McLaurin, you will get Godwin-ish production, maybe even more than Godwin production. And I would much rather have Kenneth Walker over Miles Sanders. I understand the concerns about Kenneth Walker because of Zach Charbonnet, but Miles Sanders had a career year last year and in Carolina this year, can't say I expect the same production and there may be a running back rotation with Deuce Staley being there as the RB coach. And that we don't love because we already dealt with that in Detroit last year and it wasn't great. And I think we see similar issues this year. Gentry, love this trade for you. I think you're getting better depth and potentially even very high ceiling with a player like Ridley, who again has a wide range of outcomes, but could be very good this year for fantasy and still very much like McLaurin and do prefer Walker over Sanders quite a bit. Trading away Godwin kind of sucks, but with an unsure quarterback situation, that one could be tough for him. All right, let's do one more before I head out of here. Um, This is, wow, okay, Fizzle coming in with the heat. He acquired Stefan Diggs, the 207 and a 24 first for Saquon Barkley, a 25 third and the 107. We've talked about the 107 quite a bit on this show and why trading away for certain pieces is valuable. You obviously, in my opinion, get an upgrade trading away Saquon Barkley, getting Stefan Diggs. Love Barkley, would prefer Diggs. Love Diggs with Allen. Like Barkley a lot, but curious what they do with him this season. I'm sure they'll run him into the ground. He was great last year, but definitely like the ceiling of Diggs week to week. And you're getting the 24 first. So you're kind of re-rolling that pick. Instead of taking Addison, taking Zay Flowers, taking Quinton Johnson, you're just re-rolling it. You're just saying, you know what? Give me a pick next year. 207, you can take a decent player. Getting an upgrade there from the third. Pushing back the, two, two, the 107 to a 24 first, I think is a great move. And I do slightly prefer Stefan Diggs to Saquon Barkley. I think that's a great trade for you, Fizzle. Let's look at settings. 10 team, full PPR, tight end premium, start 11, start 2 QB. Also has picks 1, 1, 1, 4, 1, 6 and plan on taking Bijan and Gibbs. Yeah, so you're set at running back. You have Bijan and Gibbs. You get that stud wide receiver in Stefan Diggs. I think it's a great trade. I think you did a great job. And so for me, I definitely prefer that one a lot, a lot, a lot. So great job, Fizzle. Think you did a phenomenal one with that, especially when you talk about moving around some of your assets that you have and knowing who you're going to take in your rookie drafts and realigning your roster and refitting your construction a little bit. So thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for tuning into the Dynasty Trade Show. Make sure that if you want your trades featured on the show, go down to the link patreon.com forward slash all gas sign up for the all conference tier or higher and you can get your trades featured on the show thank you guys so much for watching as always make sure to drop us a like and subscribe for all future content we have on dd ray will be back next week and i will be live on the wake up show with jordan vanek tomorrow talking all things wide receivers so make sure y'all tune in for that until next time i'm out peace before y'all close off of the video, I just want to say thank you for checking out the content on Destination Devi. Really appreciate every single view that we get. And the only thing that I ask is that you hit the thumbs up button, like the content, subscribe to the channel. And if you can, comment below for the algorithm really helps the channel grow. Now, if you want more exclusive access to me in the entire Destination Devi team, patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you that access now if your money's a little funny we do have free content for you make sure you subscribe to the all gas newsletter there's a link in the description of this video below and subscribe to the destination debbie podcast radio feed where we got all types of shows hitting airwaves every single week now y'all can get out of here i appreciate y'all tapping in it's all gas all the time i love y'all i'm out of this thing peace